everyone. Welcome to this episode of CBIA's BizCast. I'm Shannon King, and today I talked with another manufacturer who is taking the lead to produce personal protective equipment for healthcare and public safety workers in their community. I spoke with Jason Howie, president and CEO of OK Industries, with locations in New Britain and Berlin. I talked with Jason about how the business is leading efforts to assemble PPEs with the help of New Britain's school system, volunteers from the community, and through community funding. I just want to say, we're ending our first month of Connecticut's shelter-in-place, and while the number of cases and deaths continue to rise daily, social distancing seems to be making a difference in the spread of the virus. So, to everyone who's listening, I wish you all a happy, safe, and healthy long holiday weekend, and we will see you back here next week. And here is my conversation with Jason. Jason, good morning. How, how are you doing? I'm great. Need a haircut. Other than that, I'm doing just fine. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> um, so thank you for talking with us for a few minutes this morning. So OK Industries, located in New Britain, uh, you are now leading the efforts to make uh, personal protective equipment and face shields um, in your facility to help with the PPE shortage in Connecticut. So can you talk to me about how OK Industries is leading these efforts right now? Uh, sure. So just for clarification, we're actually not doing it at OK Industries. We're actually doing it at New Britain High School. Uh, so uh, what we're doing is leading with really two other key organizations, one being the, uh, the Consolidated School District of New Britain. Uh, so we're actually being setting up the assembly lines in the New Britain High School gym. Uh, and we're going to be using all volunteer workers that actually do that are actually going to do the assembly. And obviously following all the strict uh, CDC guidelines for doing that. Uh, and then the other partner is the uh, Community Foundation of Greater New Britain, who is leading the efforts to uh, fund the actual materials to make the actual uh, face shields. Uh, and so uh, as, of, as of the state, they've already reached $40,000, and we're targeting another 5000 more. But uh, our goal is to be able to have the funding to make at least eighteen to 20000 face shields in the next couple of weeks. That's really incredible. Um, so who, where did you find these volunteers? Uh, that's that's all been driven through the through the high school, um, but it's been a pretty overwhelming uh, response. And just uh, you know, within the New Britain community, just a lot of people want to pitch in. They want to contribute, uh, and they know it's just for a great cause to protect the people that are uh, really battling it every day at our at our hospitals as well as is um, in our community. Yeah, absolutely. Are they high school students, college students, um, just everyday people who have um, some experience with uh, assembling? items? Uh, it's really pretty much the whole gamut. When we've, uh, the high school has reached out to churches, just other organizations that partner with the high school. Uh, and um, in terms of in terms of skill set, pretty much anybody can do the assembly. It's a pretty, pretty basic uh, uh, assembly process in, in terms of doing this and can be trained very, very easily. That's really incredible. This sounds like a really big community effort, which is really great to hear. Um, so the actual manufacturing is not happening in your facility. Um, what are the operating hours like and uh, where are you in the production process right now? So the final materials will be received today uh, and then we'll be setting up the, the line pretty much in the next next 48 hours or so uh, with, uh, with the goal of starting production on Monday. And our hours are going to be pretty much 8 to 3.30 or 4. We're going to be running two different shifts. 
um, with, uh, with, with, uh, with, uh, with a break in between, obviously. So uh, it really depends on how many people we get, but uh, with the number of lines that we're setting up when, and actually up and running, well, we should be able to do at least 3,000 shields a day. That's really incredible. Um, where do you plan to sell, distribute, or donate the PPEs? Right. So it's all through the way that the, the flows of money works is the organizations actually do a purchase order to OK, which is uh, really just being reimbursed for the supplies that we're getting from the community foundation. The community foundation actually reimburses the, the organization. So the key organizations as of right now, uh, the first 10,000 are going to Hartford Healthcare. The next 4,000 are going to the Hospital of Special Care, uh, which is in New Britain. Uh, and then a bunch is going to the city of New Britain, which includes uh, fire department, police department, EMS, uh, as well as some other surrounding towns. Awesome. Um, so how long are you going to continue to manufacture the PPEs? I would say within a couple of weeks, we should be able to meet, already reach our goal of, of uh, 18, 20, 18 to 20,000 shields. So it shouldn't take that long. Um, and then obviously it depends on, on where the situation and the crisis goes from there. Yeah. So if there continues to be a shortage, uh, will you make the determination to continue to manufacture the PPEs, you know, throughout um, April and potentially May? Uh Potentially, yeah. I mean, okay. as, as long as the need is there, uh, I think we feel confident as a community to continue to find uh, uh, funding and, and, and other and other avenues of uh, being able to help out. But uh, it's just been a, a tremendous amount of buy-in from from everybody about wanting to participate. So that that's that's not the issue. Well, that's good to hear. So, why did OK Industries decide decide to produce PPEs? Um, I believe you you announced that a few weeks ago. Um, what was what was the thought behind this effort? Um, I personally serve on the board of uh, Hartford Healthcare in their central region, so I'm very very well aware of a lot of the people that are there and their challenges and the fears of just not having the PPEs. So. Uh, and uh, fortunately, we came across something about uh, a very easy way to get uh, pretty readily available supplies to actually make the shields. Um, and it just made a whole lot of sense based on our community partners about how do we how do we join forces and do this together. It's just it's just really the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Um, so, OK Industries, um, is your facility still running right now? Yeah, so we have a facility. Um, our, we have two facilities in Connecticut. One's in New Britain. One's in Berlin. Uh, we are an essential business. We make uh, critical uh, manufacturing uh, components, uh, primarily for the medical device community. Okay, what kind of medical devices are those? Uh, it runs the gamut from uh, critical uh, life-saving procedure instruments to uh, some of the stuff that is really starting to probably taper off more is things like for orthopedic applications, uh, in, implantable pacemakers, and defibrillators. But uh, pretty much a whole, a whole wide ninety percent of our business is, is medical device. Okay, um, and have your operating hours pretty much stayed the same? Pretty much stayed the same. We've uh, staggered um, start and stop times, so just for the social distancing criteria and recommendations for for CDC. Right. But uh, pretty much, you know, we're seeing some some slight uh, uh, reduction in terms of uh, personnel. Um, we haven't had anybody who's confirmed with the with the virus as of yet. Um, so I think we're doing a pretty good job of that. We have a, a COVID uh, nineteen response team that meets daily, made up of senior management, supply chain, facilities, and HR. 
that's just really doing the best job that we can to, to manage through the crisis. Great. And the last question I have for you, as a business leader, um, you know, uh, you're still having regular operating hours, still manufacturing in addition to uh, this PPE effort. Um, how are you keeping employee morale high during this time of a, a lot of uncertainty and unknown? One of the key things that we're doing is communicating, 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 and then communicating some more. Uh, I mean, it's really just in terms of uh, what we can do with that. And then supplying them with, with much information as we can, um, managing fear, anxiety, and and, and uh, mental health. There's a lot of stuff that's been published by the CDC, uh, providing, making sure our, our employees know about uh, access to our EAP program, mm-hmm. um, and just anything that we can on that side. Um, starting uh, in another week or so, we're actually going to be doing um, uh, restaurant gift cards to all employees every other week uh, to, to, to help them with that. But um, it's really just communicating and making sure that we're addressing any concerns and fears that they have, uh, and all of them kind of filtering up through in many, many different ways, but are addressed by our COVID response team every, every single day. But um, it's uh, as my as my grandfather used to say, and this too shall pass. Uh, <laughs> and it's just about helping people and, and and getting through it together. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jason, thank you so much for talking with me for just a couple minutes this morning. And um, I want to congratulate you on your efforts and thank you um, for stepping into um, you know closing this shortage of PPEs. I know they're in much demand right now. Um, and keeping it in the community, I think that's absolutely critical during this time. So uh, thank you so much. And of course, I hope you are well, hope your family is well, and all of your employees are well. Our pleasure. Thank you. For the latest COVID-19 information, visit cbia.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860 844-1900. Stay safe out there.